2: Back at it again with the Shades of Blue Soccer Show. Johnny Russell has moved into third all-time leading scoring for Sporting KC. A couple results in a row, and all of a sudden we're looking at the playoff line, boys. How about that? We tried this last night. It was a horrible disaster. The connection wasn't working. But now look at this. Look at this. A day later, I'm feeling way better about this win. Robert, are you doing better about this as well? Well, you must be feeling great about this win. That was a draw. But um... <laughs> that's what a draw feels like a win these
0: days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, um, I just, you know, keep looking at that goal. And I looked at it more today when I came home. And we'll talk about it later. But, you know, that goal just can't happen. But, you know, we hey, have only dropped one in the last six, I think it is. So uh, definitely progress. You had to mention the conceded goal right off the bat, didn't you? Hey, man, Trying to reality. Be
2: positive you had to bring it in yes that goal has to go that's two games in a row i believe that they've done a early second half concession uh 52
0: seconds this time
2: yeah not a not a good trend uh on that one was kind of caught in no man's land but i'm not gonna put too much blame on him it just it just looked bad when a player scores a header without even moving they're just standing there and wide open it looked it looked really bad but you know, he's, I, I still think voliter has been playing quite well this year. I'm, I'm pleased with his
0: progress. Do you, do you want to hear my breakdown now or no? I would like to hear it. You
3: brought it up. <laughs> I
2: feel like I'd like to All know right. what happened. deep in the negative already. Then we'll, we'll <laughs> end on the
0: high note here. Let's
2: talk about what's wrong with the team.
0: All right. So, okay. Roger Espinoza is tracking Yule before, as the play develops. Okay. At some point, Roger gets attracted toward the ball. You know, the ball's on the wing. Cam Duke picks up Yule. Okay. And then as Yule drifts toward the box, neither of them pick it up. But here are Cameron Duke behind the play and Logan and Denbe watching the whole thing happen and apparently doing nothing about it. I don't know if they communicated it or not. We have five to six guys, depending if you count Duke because he's slightly out of the box. In our box, they have two. Mm. Okay. Uh, Robbie is actually marking someone more than anybody is. Yeah, he's got Yule behind him, but there's in and Duke just watching Yule. Yeah. So I, I say Robbie is least culpable in this situation. Yeah. Th- there was a guy.
2: On... There was a guy in front of him that I think he was right. Yeah. yeah he was like marking, and then when the ball was coming in, he just kind exactly. of exactly seeing the ball coming in. So yeah, I think I think he was. Yeah, I'm not pointing too much of a finger at him. I think yeah. he lost that starting spot. The you know in the last game because of a mistake or two. But uh, I don't think I'm. We can pin this one on him. There,
3: I think he lost his starting spot because he got a red card. Right, Voliters <laughs> <laughs> did. Yeah, he he was sitting out. And that's why Fontas started, and then got to <laughs> choke slam Diego Rubio.
2: Well, no, I'm saying I'm saying um, the the week before, when or that sorry that game when Fontas started. I'm saying the game before that, Bolter was on the hook for a couple of those goals in
3: the absolute beatdown against yeah. Portland. That's so fair. That's he had his one of his worst games, as yeah. probably many of the players did in a seven to two loss.
1: Chad, are we calling that a choke slam? Because I, I mean, don't feel like good old Jim Ross is like, my God, he got him. He killed him. He, he broke, broke him in half. I mean, I wouldn't call it a trope
3: for him. Yeah, oh, I, 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 so it was a, like yeah, an aggressive hands to the throat and then Rubio flops like he'd been shot from a sniper rifle. So, Yeah,
2: what was Fontas doing? Just momentarily absolutely lost his mind and
3: how to behave as a human being. I hey
1: mean, literally. So he
3: right in front of the referee though like it's the craziest thing like it wasn't even like secretive and then he was mad for rubio going down so easy and I, I don't know i don't know i see people do
2: things in in these almost fights and and stuff all the time where it's like that would not occur to me to do like the the biting and the spitting how does someone okay. even think to do that and cody it, cody it went, cody yes if i brought you, up luis suarez if minutes.
1: you had suarez's teeth you wouldn't bite people <laughs> <laughs>
2: But no, it's just the double-fisted choke. That's never occurred to me to do to someone I was upset with. A a push to the chest, yeah, and you get away with it. But I just, what what went through his mind there just
0: momentarily? I don't understand it. Well, clearly he's talking to the ref saying ref this dude right here all game flopping makes me want to choke him and then he just lost his mind and he did choke him so i actually i don't think that was far off it looked like he was like <laughs> he was acting
2: yeah. something out like
3: miming record. it for him
2: <laughs> he's like i could choke this man <laughs> like, there it is they should rescind the red card. that's where i stand he's not going to get an extra game he's going to get it rescinded i hated him
0: when he was my teammate no <laughs>
2: Okay, so we've covered the negative from that game, I think. (laughs) Is that okay? That's the only negative. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I asked that as a question because I know there's going to be a lot more.
3: But you don't think the way they played was negative. Like, I mean, they played kind of negative (laughs) soccer. Actually, ever (laughs) since David, yeah, instead of since David made that point that they should start playing ugly soccer, I kind of think PV listens to Shades of Blue soccer show. I don't know. know. I'm just throwing (laughs) it out there. In
2: our our, uh, episode last night, just didn't work because of a connection I did I gave David props for this yeah the in that episode we did asking about what can this team do to improve or to show they still care and it's and it we landed on adapt to the players that we have and play to our strengths and the last two games they have made a change they didn't stick with the 4-3-3 and throw Kyrie Shelton out there and and look at that two results in a row
1: well so our listeners really want to know how the sausage gets made we actually recorded a midweek podcast also that will not see the light of day because uh, Cody was salty that he wasn't on it his kickball team was getting murdered well, you're, uh, and so fault? oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah so cody on it how was it mid fault? midweek Cody was off getting just pummeled in kickball uh, and was unwilling to send me the audio so you didn't know that your football team had you drinking we So we have a recorded pod that will never see the light of day, like the uh, like the what's what was the secret cut from Superman, the Donner cut or whatever, the Richard Donner cut. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) anyway, anyway, I asked I told that I asked that I said, you know, I know that some people from the club listen to this podcast, but. Is it possible that PV listens because we're now playing Bunker Encounter, and that's what I suggested? And Thad very, very quickly confirmed that Peter Vermees did in fact not listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs> he,
2: he does in fact not. I, yeah, that's an that's an easy one right there. Patrick, maybe Patrick listens to the interviews because he sets those up. So hi, Patrick. I hope
0: you're listening. Yeah, that interview or that pod will be released on our box set. Um,
1: <laughs> that's <years>, geniusly. <right>. <laughs> Yeah. uh I, and uh chad chad listens
3: yeah that's true i listen i don't know oh you mean other chad reynolds <laughs> yeah
1: well okay this leads so, how self-important are so you chad this, Smith? this, this oh, got brought up today
3: point. another
2: unintentional good segue there from chad thank you for that go ahead
1: <laughs> this this brings up an excellent point so cody cody sent this to me today on the twitters um aston villa uh signed
2: yeah, some new player. I don't know. Some new
1: player. But in the background of the, the photo where they're all posed together, like fake signing this contract, is this beautiful stained glass. Stained with the, glass. <laughs> with, with the crest. And somebody tweeted at Chad Reynolds asking for Sporting KC to make uh, stained glass.
2: Yeah, no, Chad Chad sent out the request for Sporting KC stained glass. So look at that. The bandwagon is, is building. I like this.
1: I just, as long as it's got... Catalonian in it, we're good.
2: Stained glass in the Catalonian cafe, the Catalan cafe. Okay, sorry, we have
0: veered away, have we not? Well, that's that's
2: the show I like, you know. I know, I know. (laughs) Oh, by
0: the way, before we go any further, Cody, happy freaking congratulations to Man City, (laughs) Cody's Cody's (laughs) a Premier League team. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool is my Premier League team. I don't know if it's anybody else's. Oh, wow. So that, hey, congratulations. What did you do to celebrate Cody? I, I'm not going to lie. I have not
2: genuinely just, I I screamed. I was screaming. I, my, I like genuinely pissed off my two roommates who were hung over and trying to sleep at like (laughs) noon, but I was, I was absolutely screaming. I, I have not done that as a, as a fan, I th- honestly I think doing this a little bit with the Blue Testament has can sometimes take away a bit of the fandom, or you f- like uh, the the magic can be taken away a little bit. But oh my gosh, that they were that they were down two goals and scored three goals in like a five minute span, and I was just I was just jumping. I was on my bed. I was throwing things. I was absolutely screaming my head off. It was it was so much fun. I was just genuinely a soccer fan again.
0: And I love this sport. I love it. Meanwhile, I may send the Avila goalkeeper a nasty postcard about, what was that second goal near post that he let in? A couple of two steps too far. It's like, he couldn't get back. It's like, damn it.
2: Well, if you were, you would have been watching the Liverpool game then, but that keeper actually, actually made a bunch of really good saves that game to bail them out. It was just (laughs) once, once city saw that first goal go in, they were like, Oh yeah, we're, we're really good at this. And, (laughs) And there was no looking back.
1: Can we talk about a league where the owners are still problematic, Robert Kraft, but not massive petrol states? Not backed by the Saudis and the Qataris and, you know, your team's just being bought by blood money.
2: You can't pick on Man City for that anymore because Newcastle is the latest
1: target for that. (laughs) Oh, I don't like them either, but let's talk about MLS.
3: Can we are going to talk about PSG for a second and that that ridiculous contract. My goodness.
1: Yeah, well, again, when you're printing money, uh, you can do whatever you want. But, okay, I've got a game for us to play. Okay. I'm. We're going to go around. And, of course, I'm not playing because I created the game and I know the answers. But I would like for you guys to name me last year's Western Conference playoff teams. Jesus. And we're going to start playoff with teams? Gonna, yes, playoff teams from the Western Conference last year. We're going to start with Cody because I, I want no, 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 no cheating, no cheating, no cheating. Everybody put their hands up. This is a, this is an audio medium, it's, but we're on a zoom. I'm so looking
0: for a pen. Robert
1: a pen. is the only one whose hands are not in the air. I'm
0: just, He's uh, Googling. He's I'm Googling. Just looking for a pen to write it
1: down. <laughs> okay. So we're going to start with Cody because he needs the most help and he gets the, <laughs> the layup. So Cody, name me, solve. name me a Western conference playoff team.
2: Uh, the Seattle Sounders.
1: <laughs> the you Seattle Sounders did, in fact, make the playoffs last year. Do you happen to know what place they are in this year?
2: Um, let's see. I have seen them lose a couple since the CCL. Oh, they're probably right around that playoff line, like sixth or seventh.
1: They are in 12th. Oh. They are right above us. They are one point. No, they're tied on point. They're level on points with us at 13. Now, we've played three extra games, but even if you adjust for points per game, they are still in 10th. Robert, going to you. Seattle's off the board. Name a Western Conference playoff team from 2021.
0: Well, let's start with the Vancouver Whitecaps.
1: Vancouver Whitecaps did, in fact, make the playoffs last year. They are currently in 14th place, last place in the them. West. No, well, I can I can speed it up. Uh, 11 points from 12 games. They are in last, even adjusted for points per game. Chad,
3: can I just say Sporting Kansas City? No, well, <laughs> fine,
1: fine. We're next in, to we're, last. We're but terrible. I'll take a.
3: You mean to take a second one here? I can take. Yeah, a second, please. One. Real Salt Lake.
1: Hey, Real Salt Lake. Uh, They suck. It's official, Uh, even though they are currently winning. They're at 22 points. They're fourth in the West.
2: Portland Timbers.
1: Portland Timbers made it to MLS Cup last year, are in 10th in the West. They are two points above Sporting KC.
0: Colorado Rapids.
2: Colorado
1: Rapids last year won the West. They are in eighth place. They are five points above Sporting KC, but outside the playoffs.
2: So the trend you're developing here is a complete shift in the Western powers of the Western Conference.
1: It's a long season. And a lot of this, you know, a lot of these teams were, are going to go up and down. LAFC is pretty legit. Uh, Dallas has had a good start. Austin's had a good start. But who knows how legit some of these teams are? Where you got. Have another one?
3: Oh, I was not confident what the last team was. I was thinking maybe Dallas was a playoff team. No, or Minnesota. no Texas, Minnesota, Minnesota, California. Minnesota. Texas,
1: Minnesota, hard. ninth place, 18 points. So Colorado, Minnesota, Portland, Seattle, Kansas City, and Vancouver all below the playoff line.
3: Fun game. Very good, very good. Unless
1: you're a fan of those teams, yeah.
3: So
2: look, we were all panicking, fire everyone, complete rebuild process, and look at
0: that, we might still make the playoffs. It's Going back season. to an article I wrote a number of years ago, how many of those are CCL teams?
1: Mm. Uh
3: <laughs> Seattle? Oh, Colorado mm-hmm. was in the CCL, yeah, right? Colorado and Seattle. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's a valid. Vancouver point. not in the CCL.
1: Mm, uh, wasn't, the was wasn't it Montreal?
3: Was it? Okay. I think it was Montreal. And Montreal, by the way, first in the East, or at least they were. And I don't know about what happened this weekend. Yeah, they they're fell in, down. They're in fourth. Yeah, that was quick fall. <laughs> they were in- first for a second.
1: NYC FC and CCL, they are in second place. Yeah. And New England, last year's supporter shield winner, ninth place.
2: Okay. Sporting Kansas City, back to. We have I think tomorrow, Thad and I are going to interview Cam Duke who that goal. I'm giving all credit to Cam Duke on that. Yes, the I like the chip over the top from Roger, but he got an audible uh, an audible gasp from me on the first touch of that play to move to keep it to move it around the keeper there that was
0: wonderful yes Cody it was <laughs> and then the awareness to uh you know be, even after that touch and the encounter with the goalkeeper the awareness to cut it back for Johnny you know even better arguably
3: yeah and uh Espinoza, can't forget him he's the one that put that ball over the top for Duke I mean, Duke was making the run, though. That's been the complaint of a lot of people this year is that no one's making these off-the-ball runs. A lot of standing around at times.
2: Yeah, and he's not even a winger.
3: <laughs> well, if you look where he was making the run from, he was kind of running from almost the midfield. The It's like where he's used to being. He kept being inside a lot. He was having trouble keeping his whiff, I would say.
2: But yeah, Roger deserves some credit on that play. He's been getting a lot of hate this year, so well done on him. And he then,
1: played like a guy who actually was rested properly for his age. That's right. That's kind of crazy.
2: That's what happens when you don't have to run him out
3: there every week. Every and he was can... crazy pissed off that he got taken off so early. Dude, did you see how mad he was when they I stepped him out? I,
0: yeah, I thought I saw that too. And I was like, okay, is that because he's getting taken off or what? Yeah. I think you it's because he you was, you know,
3: he was on that yellow, and yeah. he and he committed another foul right after. And I don't think the ref was going to warn him because this ref wasn't calling anything besides the yellow that he gave to Roger. Uh, but all that he got like mass confronted for the, I don't know if they thought he right. elbowed the guy or what, but he like bumped into that guy and fouled him. So I didn't think the second foul was yellow. I'm not even uh, maybe the first foul was yellow, but nothing else was yellow up to that point. So it's hard to know.
0: Well, yeah. going back to Duke, I mean, the combinations that him and Johnny played all night, I thought were were impressive, kind of a highlight of the match for me. Yeah, Duke looked really good in that spot. Like
2: he kind of came alive in this game, and he's, he has been doing better. Felipe Hernandez also looked better. Looks like he's gaining some confidence, I think,
0: right? Gaining some maturity, too, on how, yeah, what the game it. needs in the moment, you know, things like that. So that's a good sign. Yeah, that is a good sign. I have been not hard
2: on for, not wow, not hard wow. on the young guys. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Are you going to edit that out? I haven't. Been, oh, <laughs> no, this is the middle of the podcast. I'll never find it. I could never find it. Uh, no, I haven't been hard on them this this show, but they have kind of disappointed me up until this point. We needed them, these young guys, to be, Better this year to take a maybe a a bigger leap forward that they haven't but yeah maybe as the team is settling in here and they're getting more minutes it looks like they're they're finding themselves a
0: bit reps man reps yeah
2: and it also didn't help help that the team itself was not doing well either and they weren't surrounded by you know people who were playing with confidence themselves even
3: Yeah, you're gonna make those mistakes but i think you got to put them out there to learn and get better and if if nothing happens this year and they, like, creep towards the line and don't make the playoffs, but there's, like, good progress from guys like mm-hmm. Hernandez and Duke, it's, like, it it kind of makes up a little bit for what felt like a lost season, you know, especially early on. But, hey, it's early, and they're not a, not too far back from the playoff line.
2: Well, and not even just those guys, but the the new young guys, the U22 guys that they've brought in, Volader, Jonice, and um...
1: – your guy, Mr. Cavs, <laughs> Mr. <Cab.
2: laughs> uh, yeah, those. I mean, those three. I, I saw some hate on Peter Vermees about him, you know, kind of clinging to old players and and not being able to to usher young players into into maturity. And maybe he's being left behind in this league. But man, those are those are three U twenty two signings that I think have all shown plenty of promise. And it, I I have the impression that Jonice is like only just getting going. I think, I think once he figures out, uh, you know, the league a bit more, I think he's, he's going to be really dangerous.
3: I would agree with that. I think he's very creative and exciting, and I think that's the stuff that everybody sees and wants to see more of him. But then I've been trying to make a conscious effort to watch him move or not move off the ball, whenever, since Peter said that comment. And it was noticeable, I thought, against San Jose. Like, he had to stop on for Roger, and they pushed Remy back to the midfield and fine. You get he, the- he was having trouble getting into <laughs> the defensive position that he was supposed to be in and then when he didn't have the ball like Russell and Duke would be attacking and I'm like why aren't you going he's just like lagging behind it looked like he was tired but he's played the least of any of them so it didn't make any sense to me so I could kind of see a little bit of what Peter was seeing and I'd be interested to see if he learned some lessons and you know improves on that
2: yeah tired or just genuinely still learning how much is required of in in this system and and things like that so you know yeah i think i think he's getting there but i did yeah that's something that that i think people have uh i don't hear a lot of talk about this year these three young signings that that have, are showing a lot of promise but yeah the the i was always talking about the, the young guys that are progressing i guess it's really it looks like the two the to focus on is is um, Cam Duke and Felipe Hernandez, they seem to be the ones that he's leaning on the most. Jake Davis is getting a little bit of time. We kind of like Jake Davis on this, but I'm not sure how I've how I felt about his couple minutes of <laughs> he would bring him on for like the for like stoppage time, I think is where he was getting his reps.
1: Well, one thing I'll say, you know Cam and Felipe, well and, and Vermees is getting some hate for it for our academy not producing more top-end talent that are getting sold abroad, more guys like Busio. But your academy doesn't need to, right? The Having a Busio is great. It helps fund investment in other players. That's how we were able to buy our U22 guys. But the ability to produce squad rotation players and potential starters like Duke and Felipe is huge, right? Felipe Hernandez doesn't ever have to be sold abroad for $2 million for him to be a successful academy graduate. If he's a solid contributor to the team, whether he's in the starting lineup or he's coming off the bench or some combination thereof, that's that's a huge benefit to the team because we didn't have to pay a fee for him. He's on lower wages. And if he blossoms into a star, that's great. That's just the icing on top.
2: Houston Dynamo on Wednesday. We didn't get any word that Fontas or Shallowee got an extra suspension so unless that comes tomorrow, I'm expecting they're gonna they're gonna be back. Oh wait, will Shallow It's we... open cup. It's open cup anyway. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. So yeah, that doesn't matter anyway. And shall but Shallowy will be here. He's not gone for right Hungarian national team yet.
0: And I imagine Shelton might be of all the guys out closest to coming back. And seems like Zuzi is getting closer too. So
3: who knows? Yeah, a lot of guys moved from out to questionable. Is Samat yeah. Marine, even though he went on to say that he wasn't really available this weekend, he was listed as questionable on the report. And then he's been questionable for a couple of games. So
2: the report has come out this week already. It came out tonight?
3: no, no, that was for the last game for Sunday's oh, game.
2: I was gonna say, what we don't know about Voinovich
3: either, right? Correct. He but he was questionable on first Sunday as well, even though he didn't, you know, make the 18 So 20. I guess it's 20 now, not 18.
0: Okay. Any final thoughts here, gentlemen? Yeah. Can we take a moment and just say, God bless Ben Sweat. Here's the reason I say God bless Ben Sweat, because he's had to play right back. He's played left back. Each position, other teams have picked on him and picked on him. I mean, Cade Cowell ripped him to shreds last night. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He might have to play center back if these injuries and suspensions continue. Who knows? But God bless Ben Sweat.
2: So you don't, you don't mean like, oh God bless this man. You mean like, <laughs> right. oh, oh God bless your heart. You it's called that's pity. That's <laughs> an entirely different statement. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I heard at the after the game, Ali called him Benny. I'm not a fan of that. There's only one Benny, right?
0: Exactly. Agreed. Exactly.
3: He, but
0: you know, Ben's been decent on the ball. It's just defensively, it's been rough.
3: I think for me he just takes too many touches. You're you're in like a I precarious position. <laughs> yeah, it like it just quicker. Get it out. Sometimes just clear it, you know? Like he he'll like take some touches or he'll miss the early pass like when he's got Shallowie ahead of him when he was playing on the left or you know, he had Russell ahead of him on the right the last game before this game obviously, you know, who knows what that formation was. I don't I can't blame him for for Remy not playing Remy through cuz he was basically just taking balls and recycle them around and I'm pretty sure that was what he was told to do is like don't lose it don't turn it over don't make mistakes and you know well, be defensively sound
2: I will say yes. I think this team has is always pretty poor at crossing and he seems his crosses seem to be on the dangerous side at least on, on this team's spectrum it still doesn't nothing ever comes of them but
0: like they seem more dangerous than what we're used to seeing and he has some strong moments on the ball at times. It's like, oh, okay, Ben.
3: Yeah, there we go. And we we pick on him a little bit. And I've I feel like he's had a kind of a poor season so far, but he is again coming off of a disastrous knee injury. And you know, yeah. these are still only his first games back. So he's on a two-year guaranteed deal. So let's hope he figures something out and as a regular, you know, at least a rotational piece to rest some other guys that you don't have to be worried about putting in the game.
2: See, look at that. We're never we can never be too mean to anyone. <laughs> <laughs>
3: David, would you do your thoughts?
1: I'm just happy he's playing above Graham Zussi right now. <laughs> of course.
2: Wow. He always finds a way. They hate on Graham well,
1: You guys said we're being too nice to people. I thought this was the bit. <laughs> Speaking of bits, Cody, can I get your top three power uh, calf power rankings of the week?
2: <laughs> uh, and Denbe is always at the top. Uh, Kyrie Sheldon without play. even playing, I no, without no. even playing, shut, no. shut, shut uh, wait, wait,
1: without wait, wait, even wait, wait, playing,
2: wait. Kyrie Sheldon makes a list because if you didn't see him on Instagram in that photo
0: shoot, the calves <laughs> were working, he, he
2: gets on the list without even
0: playing the game. Okay, I That's think fair. the criteria here is a little jacked up. I think Cody has one criteria, David has another. I, I think the think joy of it is the rules can change every time, <laughs> is that what it it is, is there's okay. no rules. I think Cody's going by actual calf size here, you know.
2: No, not smitten I mean, not size. Definition is important. Definition.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. Good.
1: It's like whose line? The rules are made up, and the points don't matter. So, okay. So we've got Indinbe followed by Kyrie, who didn't play. Give me one more.
2: <laughs> and uh, who else has good calves on this team? Uh, Remy Remy Voltaire is a physically is a physically fit. He's a good physical specimen. He's solid, he's isn't he? Sturdy. There you go. Solid. Yes. He's very sturdy. He's got some trunks on those legs.
3: I believe they said that he leads the league in miles covered. Yeah. That's good for your calves. He's carrying
2: yeah. trunks too. <laughs> Impressive.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh right, David, uh, are you gonna give your rankings, David?
1: You know, now that Cody's here, they're not my calves to judge.
2: I'm the authority on calves, huh?
1: you're the enthusiast
2: i just like rating body parts i like put i like putting people on a scale and rating them i'm very vain
1: yeah you and zuckerberg yeah I-, I was gonna say isn't that
2: how
3: facebook started
2: <laughs> He turned into his into a lot of money i'm just making
0: fun of people on a podcast
3: <laughs> those one now- cent per click ads that we're getting right <laughs>
0: now this may be awkward and that's okay because i don't mind being awkward and maybe chad and cody being younger will have a better reference than i but david this whole podcast with your your mustache your beard the (laughs) angle the camera's at you're reminding me of mccartney circa let it be you know when he had his beard remind me of mccartney the the
2: last several minutes of this podcast (laughs)
0: david has just been
2: very (laughs) villainously stroking his beard and his mustache for some reason
1: I just watched. Um, is it Death on the Nile? The Uh,
0: I was disappointed.
2: Yes, yes, it was not. It was not
1: great. But I, I, I want a mustache like Hercule Poirot. No, you do not. Oh, that thing is (laughs) glorious.
2: Yeah, I was disappointed in that movie. The uh, the first one of those was very good. The Murder on the
1: Orient Express. That one
2: that was very good. So I was I was into this one, but it kind of let me down.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to. While I was listening to Cody talk about calves, I was trying to work this into like a Wario situation. And I was not quite getting there. <laughs> All right. Who wrote both we're, of we're those talking movies that movies are oh, based on? Agatha Christie. Ah,
2: Very good. I thank actually you. knew that one too. Okay. Good job. Yes. Good podcast. We got some movie talk in.
1: All right. Okay. So <laughs> game, game on Wednesday. on Wednesday. It's open cup. Open cup. Cody, what do you think? What's your prediction?
2: I feel pretty good about it. Whatever I, I think it's separate from, from MLS play in our heads. And uh, I feel very good about this. So let's say three to one.
1: Sporting? Yeah. Who coaches he... Houston, by the way?
3: Exactly. That's my point.
0: Paulo Nagamura.
1: Chad, prediction?
3: Well, I mean, Houston is 0-1 this year in Children's Mercy Park against a bad team. But um, I have this, like, bad feeling that Sporting's going to put out
2: that just trash style where he was where they're just bunkering 10 in front of the goal are they still doing that does anyone know
3: i think off and on you know as the situation calls for it
2: because what does that happen if we're playing like that now what my god (laughs) happens?
3: no you have the ball no you have the ball
2: (laughs) oh man this will be interesting Uh,
3: but i do have this like sneaking feeling like there's all these injuries remember the leon game last year where peter was like hey this game is jammed in the middle of this awful stretch and we're so beat up. And I had to, had to put the kids out there, you know, basically, he didn't say it that way, but essentially, and I have this feeling like, do you keep pushing Russell who's dealing with the knee and hamstring issue? Shelton's been out. Voinovich is out. Like all these guys have been out. Like, I could see them going. Hey, you know what? We played the kids last game and brought these guys in in the 60th minute, and it worked. Maybe we could try it again. But if it's off the rails by then, they just don't try it. I so. think
2: I think Russell will be will start the game on the bench because you can use you can yeah. use Shallowy. You got to burn Shallowy because he's gone after this. Yeah, I'm optimistic about Voinovich, and uh, and then also maybe Kyrie was progressing too.
1: Or Johnice will with, start.
2: Yeah, or or Janice, or maybe I, I, yes, I would rather Janice, but. Burmese likes to roll with the hot hand, and maybe he liked
0: what Cam Duke was doing. Yeah. No, I think with Nagamura thinking in the Open Cup and knowing it's important with his playing experience, etc., he's going to have Houston coming out, and they've got some strong attackers, assuming they start. And uh, so that makes me a little afeared I- I'm saying it goes into overtime.
2: Oh, man, that would be so shitty for this team right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've got Vancouver on the weekend after that.
2: Last place. Than last, place, right. last
1: place Vancouver at CMP. Houston has to go to Salt Lake, play Salt Lake at the Riot. So uh, I'm sure there will be some rotation in there, yeah. having to travel and play
3: at altitude.
2: I'm feeling good. Two results in a row. I feel very we good about this.
3: Can't be just a result <laughs> at this point. It's got to be a win, win or go home, right, on Wednesday. Yes, yes,
2: sure. U.S. Open Cup. We don't mess around U.S. Open Cup.
3: Undefeated since 2015 in the Open Cup. At home, at home.
0: At home, wow, wow. Thank
2: Great you for the dad. at home. yes Great.
3: Yeah, I had to have the at home. Obviously, we have not won every <laughs> Open Cup <go laughs> since 2015. <laughs> so there was just that one.
2: Okay, very well done. All right, go Sporting! Woo! Woo! not seem so tough And three on goals ain't all that rough A skipper has just been sent off Some part of strong evolve Come comes off, fight, fight, partay. Anything to shake this much.